Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everybody. I am Tara, and I am on here to um, have mental health Bible study. But not only that, but to also make sure that it is on um, the YouTube channel for those who have signed up for mental health Bible study, because we have mental health Bible study every um, Monday night at 7 p.m. And it has been awesome uh, since it started last Monday night. It was awesome. It was wonderful. And I just praise and thank the Lord um, for giving uh, me this, assign this, this assignment during this days and time because we all need to understand our mental and emotional health. So that is why um, um, it is, you know, in existence, you know, on this platform so that people can have access to information that will help them through um, mental health as well as emotional health. But not only that, your physical health. But the thing about this mental health Bible study is that it is also from a spiritual standpoint um, because we, you know, we do need to make sure that um, all of our beings are collaborating together. Um, even though a lot of people don't understand that, you know, all three of your beings, physical, mental, and spiritual, are really supposed to be collaborating. But um, that is why we're having this mental health Bible study, so you can have an understanding of why all three has to be balanced. So um, I'm just going to go ahead on and jump on, because I want people to have this information of what we had um, on last night. But if you want to join the mental health Bible study, you can go to bit.ly slash uh, mental health Bible study to, um, you know, join us on Monday night. And also we have um, a private Facebook group that you can also join. And that's where we also learn a lot more uh, information about our mental health. And we also will be able to, you know, get to know one another on an intimate level. So you are welcome to join um, the Facebook group or or either join us on Monday night. But let's go ahead on to the lesson because I don't want to um, prolong time as well as be sitting here doing all this talking. So um, because this is a good, wonderful, much needed, timely um Bible study, and um, as I said before, my name is Tyra, and not only that, you know, of course, I am a psychotherapist um, in the state of Mississippi, and I am, um, you know, passionate about mental health as well as emotional health. So, let's get into the purpose of this mental health Bible study, you know, because some people um, may not know why we may need a mental health Bible study. This is for to share knowledge about the soul of human beings. Um, this is where psychology comes from as well, you know, the soul. That is why psyche means soul. If you were to look up the word soul in the um, biblical dictionary, Hebrew dictionary, this is the word that you would see, psyche. This is the seat of your feelings, thoughts, and willpower to choose, to make decisions. Um, and 
this is the part of you that makes you a living human being, your soul. So the purpose of this mental health Bible study is to share knowledge about that because we do need to know information about our psyche. Also to share knowledge that is um, not being taught in um, the church about uh, mental health, which is also in the Bible. Mental health is in the Bible. And that, that is the whole purpose of having this is so that I can show you where it is in the Bible. Um, also to share knowledge that um, God's people are to be set free, made whole, be healed, as well as be happy. Uh, be free, whole, healed, and happy. Sharing knowledge that will set people free. And it is a wonderful feeling to be free, y'all. And that's uh, the whole purpose of Jesus Christ is so that we can be free because whom the Lord set free is free indeed. But sometimes we don't get to that free indeed because of our mental and emotional health. So let's get deeper into this conversation. But before I get deeper into about mental health, I do want us to understand that certain topics, certain situations, certain um, circumstances and events will cause you to have emotional triggers. Because when we're talking about things that are in our soul, it makes us uncomfortable. I'm just going to be honest now. Uh, because in Proverbs 4.23, it does talk about guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. So every single person that is living on this earth is struggling with something on the inside. So you could possibly have emotional triggers about certain topics that are being talked or talked about in this uh, Bible study. So I just want to give you the heads up that it is okay if you have an emotional trigger concerning your mental health. And also, I want to give you um, the ways of how you can deal with emotional triggers. Um, I want you to be aware of your emotions. I want you to take notice, pay attention to them, because they are not your enemy. Your emotions are not your enemy. Really, to be honest, your, your feelings are very valid. <laughs> your feelings are valid. So please um, change your perspective about your feelings because I don't want you to think that your feelings are um, the enemy because they are not. Your feelings are really tools. I want you to look at them as a way of signs or a tool that can show you that, hey, there's something that is inside of me that I'm feeling, and I don't know why. I mean, why am I feeling this way? What could be the reason for feeling this way? So be aware of your emotions. Don't take it personal or be offended by things that are being said, by your circumstances and all that, because when these emotions come up, it's really about you. It's not about the other person. Believe me, that it is not their intention to hurt you or disappoint you or make you feel some type of way. It is not their intention to do that. If something happens and you started feeling some type of way, don't take it personal or be offended because it's just basically letting you know that something is making you uncomfortable. And you have to take notice of that because that is your mental and emotional health. 
that soul, that psyche part of you. So give yourself grace. Give yourself grace when that happens. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to cry. It's okay to get mad. It's okay to get disappointed. It's okay to laugh, you know, just to keep from crying. Certain people, you know, people have certain ways of how they deal with their emotions. But give yourself some grace. Write down your feelings that you are experiencing. Express your feelings. Process your thoughts about what you're feeling. Because feelings and thoughts are two different things. They are not the same. <laughs> they are not the same at all. Feelings is what I feel. My thoughts are what, I, what I'm thinking as far as about what I'm feeling, about what is going on around me, about what somebody has said, about what somebody has did to me. So I have to process those thoughts with somebody. I need to tell somebody, you know, I'm thinking this, and it could be that, and it could be this, or but I really don't know, but let me process my thoughts about what I'm feeling. Then you're going to replace the lies with God's truth, which is his word. Whatever God says about the situation, you're going to replace those lines, you know, because hey, sometimes there, there will be some um, some thinking that's just really not true. You know, you could be thinking the wrong thing about somebody or yourself, and it's really not true. So you do want to replace those lines with God's truth. So I want you all to know that we're going to be studying the basic of um, of mental health, the basic, because the, we got to go to the foundation. The <laughs> when in, Anytime you're trying to learn something new, you have to go where the foundation is. You have to go where the foundation is. So the basic is really the foundation, which is you have a spirit, you have a soul, you have a body. In order to Fully understand yourself, you need to understand this, that you have a spirit, you have a soul, you have a body. And this and this makes you a, a three-part being. <laughs> Our triune God is a, tri, you know, a three-part being, which means Father, Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. So that makes him a three-part being. And not only that, in his scripture, it talks about um, from Genesis 1, 26, uh, that God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So after our likeness. So you basically putting on the likeness of God. You, you're basically being made in his image, not only that, but after his likeness. So after his likeness, you are a three-part being. Spiritual being, mental, emotional being, as well as physical being in a body. That three parts. That's three parts right there. Spirit, soul, body. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. So when you understand that the, the, um, these three are differently, <laughs> You even treat them different. You even take care of them differently. You don't do the same thing to all three. There are three different types of treatment for the body, for the soul, and for the spirit. Three types of differences in treatment. So understand that we are created 
after the likeness of God. And the way to understand that is is that you are not just going to accept the Heavenly Father and then forget about the Holy Spirit. You can't just go to Jesus Christ and then forget about the Heavenly Father. You can't go to the Holy Spirit and then say, I don't need Jesus Christ, I don't need the Lord. No, you have to have all three. And you treat all three differently. I have to go through Jesus Christ to get to the Heavenly Father, but also I have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me in my everyday living, everyday life. So you need all three. There's different ways of how you're going to approach all three. So there's different ways of how you're going to treat the spirit, soul, and body. And uh, I don't want to get too deep into um, what else I have on the chart because I do want to break it down as far as the spirit, soul, and body. The spirit part of man is an invisible nature. You know, it comes um, from the word uh, pneuma, which means spirit. And of course, we are made in the, in the image of God, who is also a spirit that comes from John 4 24. So we have the nature of spirit, spirit to being. Every person that's born in this earth, spirit to being. Your kids, spirit to being. Your mom, dad, spirit to being. They are a spirit to being. Um, and that's why the scripture says, let us make man in our image after our likeness, which means we are like God created him, like him, spirit. So um, John 4, 24 says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you can't just go to the Lord and worship him only in his spirit. You also have to be also worshiping him in the truth. And the truth comes from the soul part. The soul. The soul has to be honest. Honest with its feeling, honest with its thoughts, honest with um, their will, the will, the, the decisions that they're making. You have to be honest with God when you're worshiping him. Honest enough to go to him and say, Lord, I really want to do this, but I know that this is not pleasing in your eyesight. But I see I'm having trouble doing what you're asking me to do. But you're speaking it in truth. You're telling him the truth. You want to worship him. You want to have a relationship with God. You want to be um, intimate with God. But your soul part of you is what be holding you back. It's really what be holding you back, which is the soul. The soul, 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 the psyche of every human being that is born on this earth. So let's get to the soul part. It is a three components of the soul, which is the mind to think, the heart to feel, and the will to choose, the will to make a decision. When you think about soul, think about psyche, the psyche of man. It is the seat of the mind, feelings, affection, intellect, personality, temperament, all that is in the soul. So you're dealing with a whole lot that is in the psyche of a person. That's a lot. Mind, feelings, affection, intellect, personality, temperament, 
decisions they make based up on the what they thinking, what they feeling, what they believing in. So all that has to be taken care of on another level that is not available in church. It's not available in church. I'm just going to be honest. It's not available there. Because if it was, then every sermon that's being brought forth, every sermon that comes forth, it will be touching on these areas. Thinking, feeling, affection, personality, your decisions making, your beliefs. Yes, we talk about faith, but faith and belief is two different things. You either believe what God says in his word or you don't believe. But then there are some beliefs that we have that we don't even know that we have. And of course, that's another Bible lesson that we will be discussing on next Monday. So please make sure you don't miss it because we do need to understand that there are some beliefs that we have that are on an unconscious level. And as long as you have it sitting up under the the surface, it's going to be very hard to behave the way that God desire us to behave. So Genesis 2, 7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So man became a living soul. That is in the Bible. That That's why I say mental health is right there in the Bible. It says man became a living soul. It does not say living Spirit is a living soul. A man became a living soul who is able to think, able to feel, able to show affection, able to um, do all type of personality type things. You know, because personality comes with it. Intellect, able to do things that they thought they could never do, you know, because of gifts and talents as well as the intelligence that you learn. All that, plus your decision making. That's what makes you a living soul, a person who makes decisions, a person who decides to do what they want to do. That scripture alone right there lets you know that that is mental health. A man with a body became a living soul. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? That is so awesome to know because now you know that it's my psyche part of me. My psyche, that's, that's what makes me me, you know. That's what makes you you, your psyche. Your soul, that is the inward part of man. That is the inward part of woman. So I have a question. Does the spirit need to be saved? That was a question that I had asked uh, during Bible study uh, last night. Does the spirit need to be saved? Because now I have gave you the difference between spirit and soul. Spirit is from God. Soul is also from God, but he breathes that into man. So we become a living soul. So does the spirit need to be saved? Which is a very good question to ask because 
And it is a question to sit down and ask because now that you understand that spirit and soul is not the same. And what needs to be said? The spirit or the soul or the soul? The spirit or the soul? The spirit part of man or the soul part of man, the psyche part of man. Which part needs to be saved? You know, you can put in the comment what you think it is. Uh, because I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest. We have been taught so many things growing up, especially in the house of God. And we me personally, I'm talking about me personally, I have always thought the spirit was my soul. <laughs> you know, because that's I mean, when you hear people talking, that's all they be talking about. The spirit of man. But they wasn't talking about the soul of man, which is something that we do have, a living soul. So I always thought that it was my spirit that needed saving. But really, that was not it. That is not it at all. The spirit does not need saving at all. There's a scripture in the Bible where it says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Spirit don't need saving. Spirit does need strengthening. Spirit does need to be fed. You know, spirit does need to be quickened because when every person is born, they're born into iniquity. So you have a spirit, every child that was born. You can think about your own kids. When they are born, they are born with the spirit of soul and they have a body. So you think they come into this world and that spirit is really not quickened because they don't know anything. They don't know anything. <laughs> when I say they don't know anything, they don't know anything. So everything that a baby knows, they learned it. They learned it from the environment. They learned it from their parents. All that. So when a person says they want to give their life to Christ, that's when they are born again. Born again and their spirit becomes quickened. The spirit becomes strengthened. You are saying, okay, um, I need to strengthen my spirit because now this is the only way how I can connect to God through the spirit. I worship him in spirit. So that all needs to be some strengthening going on. There needs to be some talking going on, some conversation and some connecting and yes of course reading the word of god as well reading the word of god all that because that's the way you get to know god our heavenly father that's the only way you get to know him through the spirit in the spirit and of course that's the reason for jesus christ coming is so that we can have those type of intimate relationship with the lord through jesus christ so once you give your life to christ you have um, say you're saying that he is my savior and lord and now i am walking according to the bible as well as saying that i'm going to represent jesus christ not only represent jesus christ i'm going to also behave just like jesus did when he was walking on this earth but guess what some people still have a hard time doing that. Why? Because of 
the soul. The soul is what needs to be saved, not the spirit. The soul needs saving, not the spirit, because your soul is where you think, feel, and choose. Three, three parts. This is where you think, feel, and make decisions. Those thought, that whole, that whole dynamic of thought process, if you are a human being, there are some thoughts you know you should not be having. We all does it. We all have those thoughts. Your thoughts need saving. Your feelings need saving. Your decision making need saving. It, and that's all part of the salvation. And, and the uh, Bible says that we need to work on our own salvation. So you're going to be, as soon as you confess unto Jesus Christ that he's your Lord and Savior, now the walk begins where you become old man, where you become new man from an old man, new woman from the old woman. So you become a new person. You're making those steps to become this new person. That means new soul new spirit and new body you have all three that is going to be walking into um this newness this new way of thinking this new way of feeling this new way of making decisions but it can be hard for some people because they do not understand that it is the soul that needs saving not your spirit so when you go to church, people are thinking that I need to go and get saved. I need to go get saved. But it's not your spirit that needs saving. It's your soul. So when it comes to the soul part of a man, the psyche part of man, that's what we need to be tackling. That's what we. That's where the fight begins, right there in your soul. In your inner parts. The way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions. And yes, if I were to go back until all the days where I used to do what I used to do, I know. <laughs> I know what I used to do because that was the old the old woman. That was the old person. But now that I'm a new the new person, I have I have been transformed. But the only way that I was able to be transformed is by the renewing of my mind. That's mental health. That is a mental health scripture right there. To be ye transformed is to be by the renewing of your mind, which means a new perspective, a new way of thinking, a new way of feeling, a new way of making decisions. But you have to be the one to do it. You have to be the one to do the work. That means your soul work. Do your soul work. But while you're sitting in the house of God, while you're going there, you're learning all about God. You're learning all about Jesus Christ. You're learning all about the Holy Spirit. And as you're learning those things, that's when the Spirit will catch, will um, give you the strength, which is the soul. <laughs> you know, give the, the soul strength as well as knowledge <laughs> so that you can make better decisions. But sometimes we can't seem to make better decisions because of our feelings and our thoughts. We have to take care of the mental and emotional health. Health, I'm sorry, I don't know why I said health, but emotional health. We have to take care of it. We have to replace those uh, negative thoughts 
according to what God is saying, according to the thoughts of the Lord. We have to um, check in with our feelings and making sure that we are not just avoiding them and spiritually bypassing them because we tend to spiritually bypass our feelings as if we don't have a psyche. But you are doing yourself a disservice by spiritually bypassing the work that needs to be done on the inside of you. So when you when you are feeling some type of way about any type of circumstance on your life, and you go and you read your scriptures, you go and you pray, you go and ask other people to pray for you, you go and um, go on a fast or whatever, then what you're doing is you spiritually bypass the feeling. First, check in with the feeling. You know, have a conversation with yourself, being honest with yourself and saying that, for example, if you see something on Facebook and you're you're just uh, scrolling through, and then all of a sudden you get discomfort when you come to somebody post you um you get not only discomfort but you also feel maybe envious jealous insecure those are your feelings those are your struggles those are your issues and you cannot spiritually bypass that you do have to deal with those feelings and those issues and uh, not, not, and I know how sometimes people be thinking, you know, they go straight to being hard on themselves because they having those feelings. That's being human. That, that's all that is. You're being human. The body is reacting to something that is on an unconscious level and you didn't know it was there until you saw this post that you came across on Facebook. So now you have to decide if you're going to spiritually bypass the feeling and expect God, the Holy Spirit, to heal it without you doing the work. It don't work that way. You have to do the work. You have to do the healing because it is your psyche that is having a problem. It is your psyche that's having an issue. The spirit is not. The spirit is not having an issue. You are you are having those issues, so deal with the issue first. Embrace the feeling, work it out, write it down. Um, embrace the feeling, process the thoughts, and as you do that, then you go to the spirit and turn those lies into God's truth. Then you won't be no longer spiritually bypassing those feelings that you're having because the spirit don't need saving. It really doesn't. It's you. It's the soul that needs saving. It's the soul that needs healing. That's what is, um, that is important, making sure that you understand that. Now, the body is the physical nature. You know, the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, the body is the temporary home of the soul. Uh, and scriptures are on here as well. Um, you know, as far as the body is concerned, I know people, they like to use the word flesh, but flesh, body, same. The body does react to what is going on with you, what is going on with the psyche of the person. So if 
I am, you know, having those type of feelings about somebody uh, because I ran across their post and I finally realized that, hey, I'm feeling type of, I'm feeling insecure about this post. Why am I feeling insecure? Why is this making me uncomfortable? The body is going to react. It is going to um, go into a moment of having some emotional triggers um, or physical triggers because sometimes people, you know, get angry and mad and start kicking and throwing stuff. So everybody is different of how they handle things. But even in that, I do have to ask this question, though. Who is in control of telling the body what to do? Who is in control of telling the body what to do? You are. You are in control of telling the body what to do. Yes, the body does react to, um, but, you know, even by nature, the body has things that it will automatically do on its own because it's designed to do that on its own, naturally so. But even when it does, you still have the power to choose what you're going to do when it comes to behaving a certain way, when it comes to um, what you're going to say. That's on you. It's you that's doing it. It's you. You can tell the body what, what it's not going to do, what it is going to do. But where are we going to go? We're going to go over there. You know, what we're going to say? We're going to say this. It's you. You, your psyche of the person. That is also in the Bible where Paul says, I have to put my body on the subjection daily. On a daily basis, Paul is putting his body under subjection. I'm telling the body what to do. And you can do this because you have the will and power to choose. You have the will and power to do whatever you want to do. If you want to do the will of the Lord, you'll do it. If you want to um, go the other way, you'll do it. But I know how people say, you know, it, it's hard to do what God is asking of us. Maybe it's hard because of what's going on with you, within you. The psyche part of man. What kind of thoughts are you having? What are your perspectives? What kind of feelings are you having? Because based on how you think and feel, you are going to behave. That's cognitive behavior therapy. Based on how you think and feel, you're going to behave. So most of the time when you see people behave a certain way, the first thing we need to ask is, what, 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 were, you, what were you thinking? What, what, what kind of thought process were you having? And how were you feeling doing this? Because this came from somewhere. That's the inward part of man. The inward part of man. That is who we are, human beings. Spirit, soul, body. Spirit, soul, body. So on next um, Monday, when we have Bible study, we'll be talking about um, this from a therapeutic um, perspective. You know, talking about psychology 
as far as the spirit, soul, and body. This is the psychological standpoint of um, the spirit, soul, and body where the super ego is and ego is as far as inside of the psyche of man. So we will be discussing this on next Monday. So if you want to be a part of the mental health Bible study, I, um, I do want you to know that you can still sign up to be on, um, you know, be in the mental health Bible study because it's every Monday except for one Monday out of the month that we will not meet um, for mental health Bible study. So I do want you to know that you can go to bit.ly slash mental health Bible study to, um, you know, to sign up for um, this uh, Bible study because it's really needed. It's really good. Um, it's encouraging. It's knowledgeable. Uh, you'll learn not only things about um, the Lord, you'll also learn a whole lot about yourself, about who you are and whose you are. That It's important. It's important to know who you are and why you're made a certain way, uh, why you act the way you do, uh, why you say things like the way you do. All that, it's a reason for it. You know, based upon your personality and temperament, as well as your psyche, the person that you are, the person that that God had created. And some of the things that we be thinking is wrong with us, it really ain't nothing wrong with you. It's really not. It's just your personality. It's just your temperament. So, you know, when you realize that, you be like, oh, that's why I act like that. My Lord. And I'm thinking that it's me. It is you, but it's also the way you create it. And and there may not be nothing wrong with that. No, we have the wrong perspective about, about who we are as human beings about who we are as daughters and kings of the Most High God, who is actually full of love. Love is God and God is love. And everything that he has made, what did he say? It is good. It is good, John. So that would be all for this um, episode of Mental Health Bible Study. Come on back next week. If you don't meet us um, in the Zoom on, on Monday night, you can just come back to YouTube and you will um, have access to what was taught inside of the mental health Bible study. So y'all have a blessed day and I will just see you on next time.